0: Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Hey, in this episode, I want to get into geopolitics. So, you know, we've been discussing in recent uh, episodes the idea of finding balance in a variety of domestic kind of focused areas. You know, think of things like inflation, Fed policy, you know, how that's impacting the economy, company earnings, markets. And and that's all, you know, important. And we've been, you know, kind of talking about the idea of things settling down a little bit as we find balance in these different areas. But uh, out there sort of looming is a set of geopolitical risks where any one event could really set us into uh some destabilizing uh a destabilizing situation and so imagine you know ukraine uh, russia war or some tensions with china etc and so anyway we want to take a look at geopolitics in this episode and uh and really it it it's opportune time to do that an opportune time to do that because the g20 just had its summit and uh, it was held in bali and uh, essentially you know on one hand they have what you might think of as very formal meetings uh, and sort of topics that they, they address together, the, the 20 countries and representatives of the countries, but of course world leaders are there. And the theme of this summit was Recover Together and Recover Stronger. So Recover Together, Recover Stronger. And topics they formally addressed include food and energy security, and that really has a focus on the Russia-Ukraine war and the healing of food supply chains. Next up, climate and biodiversity, where the uh, G20 participants reaffirmed their commitment to implementing the Paris Agreement. Next, health, focusing on pandemic recovery, but also future pandemic preparedness and prevention. And then finally, digital transformation, where really the idea is to encourage international collaboration to help, uh, really, in the end individuals develop uh, further their digital skills and digital literacy with a specific focus on women girls and and people in vulnerable situations so think of it as this you know all really great topics a lot of good work done but of course when you get the leaders of 20 countries together inevitably there's going to be side meetings and discussions and, and some other formal things that really relate to geopolitics and geopolitical risks out there and in this uh, summit meeting, that happened for sure. So, really, focus on two uh, sort of primary topics in that realm. The first is is really Russia-Ukraine, the war there. And so, in a fairly assertive move, Russia—or I'm sorry, Ukraine President Zelensky—basically gave a speech where he detailed a ten-point peace plan to end Russia's invasion of his country. And you know, topics in in that peace plan included. Um, Uh, nuclear safety, food security, uh, a tribunal for alleged war crimes, and a peace treaty. And uh, interestingly, in this speech, uh, Zelensky said that any peace deal should exclude any territorial concessions by Ukraine, which is a little different from where they started back in March, where they were willing to establish a 15-year timeline, for example, for negotiations on the status of Crimea. And so, again, a fairly aggressive move, even to the point where uh, in a press conference, Russia, Russia's foreign uh, minister, Sergei Lavrov mentioned that the deal or the proposal was, quote, unrealistic and inadequate, end quote. And so uh, so that sort of set the stage, though. And what we saw was a number of um, world leaders expressing support for peace negotiations Interestingly, including President Xi from China, so in some ways uh, an ally of Russia, but basically uh, China's supporting the idea of peace talks to end the war, which is obviously a a positive move. So we kind of see it as the stage again being set for further peace talks at this point. That's a positive uh, uh, sort of event that happened uh, at G20. Anyway, speaking of President Xi, a second thing that happened is that he and President Biden, I'm sure their camps kind of organized this, but they ultimately, ultimately met in person. It's the first time they've met in person as their country's leaders. And essentially, the key takeaway from that meeting was that the two, each of them individually agreed to reopen communication. So think of that as, okay, we're going to start having meetings again, setting the stage to negotiate on a variety of issues, but do so without conflict. And um, and so, f- for example, we know that U.S. Secretary of State Blinken will be visiting China relatively soon, we think, uh, as an important next step. Uh, now, the kinds of things that we see uh, in focus for these discussions uh, can include Taiwan, technology, and human rights. And, uh, and so, that, you know, this is, again, a, a, a big step in a, in a good direction in a way. And um and then finally, I'd say, in terms of sort of comments, and you know, it's a little bit fragmented. But Biden came out of the meetings and just said, for example, quote, "We are going to stay fully engaged in the world." End quote. I think meaning, hey, the U.S. is going to continue to work hard to compete globally, and um, and sort of welcomes the competition uh, with China, but wants it to be done, of course, peacefully. In any event, um, I'll try to pronounce this. Hua Chengying, a foreign ministry spokesperson. Uh, who was with Xi in his meeting with Biden, tweeted, quote, the world is big enough for the two countries to develop themselves and prosper together, end quote. So again, I'd say the takeaway from the, the G20 is that we saw just a slight uh, sort of reduction in geopolitical risks, uh, specifically Russia-Ukraine war and maybe a little glimpse of a path to a peace deal, And then secondly, uh, reopening of discussions or negotiations between the U.S. and China on key uh, issues uh, uh, sort of important to each country. So again, to set the stage, we're we're in an environment where we think we're going to start to find balance in areas like inflation with inflation coming down, Fed policy with at least a view on when we think their rate hike cycle is going to end, therefore a sort of better understanding of exactly how much... The economy is going to slow down, and, and are we going to head into a recession? We think uh, not for a few more months at least, and not very deep, meaning a shallow recession even when it comes. And then, of course, what the implications are for earnings, markets, interest rates, all of that. So that, that's been in focus. We have a lot of good work out there uh, that you can check out on these topics. Uh, but again, I wanted to get these geopolitical uh, topics out in front, so thanks uh, for Uh, listening to this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.